हेलो एवरीबॉडी दिस इज सुब्रत फ्रॉम द स्पार्किंग एंटरप्रेन्योर शो एंड टुडे वी हैव केविन मैकरी केविन हैज लीड टीम्स एंड ऑर्गेनाइजेशन ग्रोथ एंड पीपल फॉर सर्विस फॉर 45 इयर्स एंड ही इज अ सक्सेसफुल एंटरप्रेन्योर एंड स्पेंड 26 इयर्स एट वन नेशनल कंपनी वेयर ही एडवांस टू सीओओ केविन सेज दैट वन ऑफ द बिगेस्ट डिफरेंस मेकर इन हिज लाइफ जर्नी वाज हायरिंग एन एग्जीक्यूटिव कोच इन 2013 थ्रू कोचिंग ही लर्नड हाउ टू कम्युनिकेट विजन एंड इक्विप अदर्स फॉर ग्रोथ केविन थिंक्स ह्यूमन communication and developing people must be top skill sets of today's leader and he emphasizes growth always begins first in the leader themselves so without further delay let's welcome kevin kevin welcome to the show thank you thank you thank you for having me kevin let's start from your journey first what exactly inspired you to become a coach how did you get started in this profession Well, that's a it's a great story and it's a easy answer. I hired a coach uh for myself yeah. uh in 2013. So 10 years ago now. So we can get into the story later if you want, but basically that got me on the track of learning about coaching, experiencing coaching. I went through a lot of coaching experiences. I still have a coach today and it really opened me up to the power and excitement and the real possibilities uh that i found with that i found by going through coaching and i just wanted to share that with other people uh as i grew as i expanded my knowledge and as i appreciated it more and more so that when i retired from my executive role i decided to continue working with people and to offer coaching services and how it is going on now I'm enjoying it tremendously. Uh, I have clients, which is great for every coach, right? Yeah. And I'm growing every day, but I'm growing with other people. My, my life story has always been about growing and and choices and learning. Uh, that's kind of what I enjoy spending most of my time doing. But it's really valuable to come into contact with other people and to share that. And for me, coaching is a partnership. Right. So, and I learned that from my coach. I'm really learning as much from my clients for us and for myself. as i hope and as i've experienced them learning from going through the process with me and kevin do you mostly focus on the one on one coaching part or do you have any group coaching options or uh, do you have any online program if anyone wants to get coaching from you then what kind of options are available for them well that's a good question that's good it'll clarify a lot of things most of my work so far has been one on one coaching and that has been the coaching that i've experienced for for 10 years it's certainly not the only any type of coaching. Um I've done a little bit of team coaching. I have a client right now where we're doing some team coaching using things like disc and then expanding out from there. But most of my work is one-on-one. My experience uh brings me to that kind of work. Most of my work is virtual, which has really been a, a tremendous benefit to coaching in general, I believe, because it's just opened up, you know, the floodgates of what's possible both from a client and from a coach's perspective. So, most of it's one-on-one so that we can go deep but i can do groups i mean i did a lot of team building in my executive role so working with teams and helping them is something that i've i've uh, picked up a few tricks or skills so since you got lot of experience in coaching what do you think that what kind of important qualities that mostly successful coaches that needs to be possessed the basic most important one i think is just patience and mindfulness and again that is something i learned 
from me going through coaching was to be more patient. That was one of my challenges, but to be more patient, learning to be more patient taught me, helped me understand why being patient was so valuable. Patient, mindfulness, because you're a partner with your client. Coaching's not training. I mean, there's some training, but it's not training. Mm. Coaching's not mentoring. Of course, there's moments of mentoring, but it's not mentoring. So to be a coach, you really have to be with that person, partnering with them, patient. Sometimes they want to move fast. Sometimes they want to move slow. Sometimes they're not sure. Mm. Uh, the other quality that I think is really important, and it goes to what I try to do, and I try to help people learn to be coachable. Because I think the most important thing is to be coachable, which I believe I am, and I work at being coachable, because that opens you up to what you can really, really discover and develop okay. in coaching. And I think a key part of being coachable is mindset and a growth mindset. So I use a growth mindset. I help my clients understand what they are. You don't, you don't have to have a growth mindset all the time. In fact, the idea of a mindset, you never really in one for longer than a second, you know, then you have to stay there. It's not a, a black and white kind of, kind of thing. It's more of a scale, but helping them understand a growth mindset and the things they can do uh, on their own, in their work, in their life, to expand that growth mindset and to use that growth mindset. So I, I think those are re really important parts of being a coach, being a partner. I, I kind of look at it sometimes like a, a pitcher. I don't know if you're you're probably familiar with baseball, U.S. baseball. I don't um, pitcher and a catcher. Pitcher's a client, catcher's a coach. There's a really close relationship between really good pitchers and client uh, pitchers and coaches, especially when when they're successful, when they perform really well. I kind of look at it like that. Kevin? as you know that as we are humans each and every day we have to deal with some kind of problems challenges difficulties right in our life and when you are a coach or you are an entrepreneur the thing is double so how do you manage all the thing and uh, stay motivated and continue grow as a coach well one way is i still have a coach and i can't stress that enough yeah. and i'm sure you've heard the saying and you may practice it yourself i don't know every coach needs a coach unfortunately maybe unfortunately probably not every coach has a coach so i re having my coach and having that relationship and putting that growth work in on a steady basis as part of my life really 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 keeps me motivated it really does i have naturally my whole life had a growth mindset orientation my biggest why is to grow people to help people grow and to grow together because together if we grow growing together will make a wonderful world and I try to live that and seen that. But staying motivated, it's just exciting to see people grow and to be able to give back and to be able to enjoy that experience. That really motivates me. That's really what keeps me going. That in my new non-executive life, that's very motivating too. Yeah. Put those together and you got fire. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Really great. Kevin, how do you approach working with clients who are really struggling to achieve their goals? Well, I think everybody struggles. I know you said really struggling. Uh, everybody struggles to achieve their goals. I mean, that's just exactly, normal yeah. because it's change. It's looking at things differently, trying something new. I mean, you, just, you could make a list of change. We could spend a half an hour and make, mm. you know, a thousand words, but it's change. So every, everybody really, really struggles. So what I do, so if someone's really struggling, like they're really stuck, or even if struggling with a certain idea or a certain topic or a certain stage, the real, what I try to do is look for obstacles, help them look for obstacles. It's obviously simple. Obstacles are obviously there. Sometimes we don't see them. Sometimes we externalize them. Most of the time, my experience and personal as well as as a coach is that obstacles 
pose our, our own are either completely internal or our own or highly, yeah. you know, conditioned by, uh, by our own behaviors and our own mindset. So looking for obstacles and just figuring out simple ways to remove them. And then the way to do that is just to take action. So taking action, no matter what, is what will get anybody who wants to through an obstacle. Now, some will take longer, some will take shorter because all obstacles are and challenges are different. Action is what will lead. Small, small, small bits of action are yeah. lead to big, to big, big movements. Agreed, agreed, 100% correct. How do you balance holding your client accountable while also being compassionate and supportive? That's a great question. And that's a question every client wonders, <laughs> even if they don't tell you. My accountability comes from my compassion. I want people to grow however they want to grow. I want people to solve whatever challenge they've got going on. I want people to figure out how they want to be happier, or maybe that something's not as big of a problem, maybe it's not even a problem at all. So I want them to be able to do that. So I try to open up their thinking to where they can see things that maybe they didn't see at first, you know, blind spots or options or other ways that they might approach a problem. Correct. Or, or Kevin, if you see nowadays, artificial intelligence is entering each and every field, right? So what do you think that what kind of impact that AI is going to have on the coaching industry in future? I personally don't think it will have a, a negative effect on the coaching industry. I think it'll have a positive effect because I think I, I'm not a technologist, so I have limited understanding of AI, but I'm learning. But I think AI will open. It's an opener. Now, there could be a lot of other effects and that's life and we have to understand those. But AI is, is an, another opener. And when you open things, that leads to coaching. I mean, coaching is all about opening. I mean, in terms of is AI going to replace coaches and things like that? I personally don't think so. I think it'll open up more ideas, more information. People will see the, the, some people will see the benefit of learning more, of seeing more. And if they really want to experience that, and they really want to go deep on that, a coach, a partner is a way to do it. It's the best way. So what, like I was reading some articles like previous week. And one thing that I found is that when AI will completely come into the world, come into the, you know, all the businesses, like all the organizations, people need more coaches like the coaching business is going to boom because the thing is that I agree. technology you know like we automate all the things and uh, like the human problem is going same no matter what yep. it is we yep. still have stress we still have anxiety we still have depression we still have self-beliefs we still have blind spot right and yep. we all need coaches so the coaching business the best part is that the coaching business is going to like boom in the next two to three years so yeah well, I agree. Least. I agree. I mean, the coaching, you, you routinize these other things and relationships, communication, yeah. connection, all right. become even more than they are now. I mean, those are, those are the, the rulers of the 21st century. It, it's just going to continue that way. And coaching, boom, coaching is the fertilizer, the seed, the soil. I agree with you. That's how I see it. Yeah. Okay, Kevin, let's move some example of your coaching success story. Can you share example of your coaching success story and what you believe contributed to its success? Well, I mean, I have two stories. I won't take up yeah, that please, much time. Please. One story One story is mine. I mean, it is a coaching success story and it's part of my story. I rose up through this organization. I was an entrepreneur. I was involved with building teams since I was young, managing
managing people, teams, a lot of individual contributor kind of situations, even as a manager. In my last job, when I, I moved up through the ranks and I grew and I expanded my influence and connected and met like so many amazing people as I did that in the business, customers and our employees, I got into executive role. Well, what I discovered right away was that was not the same as the roles that I had before. The real big thing I found was my previous roles had been hands-on. And just to make a point in this new role, I had to learn to be hands-off. I still needed to be the leader. I still had to keep things going and guide and, and add value and make decisions, but I had to be hands-off. As long, for a while, I continued to be hands-on and it, right. and it was a challenge because other people couldn't grow. Other people couldn't move into the positions. I ended up wearing too many hats. That's what led me to a coach was I got to find a solution to this. I know it's not right. I know it's not the best way to do things. I can't do this myself. And I had read, read about the power of coaching and all the great leaders that had used coaches. So I pulled the trigger and I did it. And, and what I learned was I needed to get out of the way of my people. I had to accept and understand that I had a new role, yeah. a new identity. My old identity had been like hands-on, you know, even with my teams, get it done, drive the results. And we drove a lot of results, but that became kind of a bigger challenge when I got into this new role because I, I couldn't be the one driving the results from that chair. So I learned a lot about letting people go, equipping people and changing my communication to match my new role instead of the communication I had used before. And we did amazing things. I mean, we developed an entire team to replace myself and others. We did the largest acquisition in the history of the company and turned it into a national organization, kind of had to spend several years merging several cultures. And that was something I was very involved with, but could never have done that alone and could never have done it with a hands-on, yeah. like control, you know, micromanage kind of mindset. And the success was we put in new sales uh, operations and really, really, really unleashed our people. The other success story is an example of a client and it's a real simple one, but it's really what coaching's about. The client came with a problem and the problem was their business problem. And it was uh, having to make some decisions, having to turn a corner, having to deal with some new circumstances. And what we've spent time and we still work together, we spent time and I helped them see that it wasn't just about having a plan and a perfect plan because there isn't one. And, you know, he was kind of a perfectionist anyway. So that became a kind of a, a hole to fall into, but it was really about leadership that with some successful leadership, the business plan would be successful. Mm -hmm. And without successful leadership, the business plan would. So we began looking at behaviors and team building and connecting with the team and still had to work on the plan, still had to work on the plan, but it made it a lot easier and made the plan a lot more effective and made, made better, better decisions, you know, by, by caring and focusing and connecting with his team. He realized the importance of narrowing the initiatives to focus his people and their energy. And it really was successful. And and, and they're still growing. Uh, and it's a really a beautiful feeling. So when you say that your client is getting a result and it always gives you a real kicks in your life to do more and more. Yes, that's what it does for me when, when I can see that. Um, I mean, it, it just feels real good. Plus it develops a real strong connection. People like that feeling. I mean, I've had my coach 10 years. Thank God I could still afford him, you know, but I would never, it's one of the greatest things I have. Awesome. So Kevin, let's talk about some misconception. As you know, that every industry 
guest he had some kind of misconception so what some common misconception about coaching and how do you address them with your client well, like i said earlier the main re- misconceptions i get and it's kind of common i mean even though coaching's exploding and it's just spreading it's still that and the indication that there's so many misconceptions just shows how how far and how much coaching can grow yeah and but people still the, the, uh, the, that level of awareness yeah yeah the main misconceptions are that it's training and that happens a lot when companies mm. bring their employees to coaching because companies are so and i cuz i coach with a couple companies with multiple employees and then i have some individual clients one on one on one that hire me themselves and because employees are so used to being brought to training so when you bring them into and say hey we're going to start coaching and you know this is what it's going to be about it's going to be great and employers do their best to explain it and they some of them do a really good job but the employees mind they're so used to the training mode which means you're going to add something to me I mean, you're the trainer you're going to then that leads to the whole issues of what's their responsibility what are they supposed to be doing so that's the challenge and that's something that I try to work with with all all the clients I don't have that as much with an individual an individual um comes into it a lot more usually a lot more driven and focused or not so much focused but driven to take the steps to be accountable to have a growth mindset yeah. and to engage in change you know those are the three elements that I consider someone to be coachable that I try to help them do and and someone who's driven to do that yeah they're going to move forward yeah i agree okay, kevin imagine that you are writing your autobiography how do you name it and why oh yeah that's a great question i don't have it yet but one way i would name it is successful leadership with contagious confidence and the reason i say that and right. i thought about that is that people have told me uh in the past and currently but people have told me that that i have contagious confidence now i don't know must be true if they feel it i can sense what they say everybody has their own expression it's my yeah form. like sometimes uh we are not able to see what we exactly are and uh, people can see yes. that you know like and that is the main thing like if i talk about the coaching exactly can't see it i would call one option would be successful leadership with contagious confidence awesome uh, kevin before we wrap up our podcast today any final message that you would want to say with our listener the only message i i would well i have lots of messages but the final message i would leave is congratulate yourself for listening not because i'm here but for listening for spending the time for investing in yourself for being open to other ideas congratulate yourself for being coachable that's what listening to podcasts exploring new ideas and wanting to learn really is all about and that's what makes the world go round and so that's the thing i would leave the listeners with today awesome kevin tell us about your instagram facebook linkedin youtube website whatever you have to our audience so that our audience can find you and get in touch with you the best place to get in touch with me and to see some of my work is on linkedin and i also have a webpage it's a, it's in linkedin and it was in the email i sent you i also have a webpage with the john maxwell leadership team but the main way to reach me is through linkedin that's where i do a lot of my work and where i contact and meet a lot of clients and share some of my work guys do make sure you follow kevin as he is a wonderful person with great personality and you can reach out to him according to your coaching needs so that was today's episode of sparking entrepreneur so thank you kevin for being on the show and it was an honor to hosting you today honor was mutual thank you so so much have a wonderful day and again i'm very grateful to be able to spend with you thanks again kevin so that's it i am your host subrat signing off and you guys have a wonderful day bye guys